0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 917, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, October the 13th. Welcome to the Comic Night Against Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is comic reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, October the 13th. This will be likely my fastest reviews episode ever. It's going to be under five minutes, if you can believe it. Um, so I only had a chance to read one book, but at least I'm trying to get the show desperately back on time. So usually I would like these reviews episodes to come out up to a week after the books come out. And uh, it used to be like Monday and Tuesdays, then it became Wednesdays, then it became whenever the hell I had time. And I just don't like that. So I'm really trying to write the ship. I know it's not going to last, but I'm trying. So uh, this episode is going to be going up. I'm recording this on the 18th. It's going to go up on the 20th, God willing. If I can get another episode up on the 19th first. Um, so looking at books that came out on the 13th, they include the following, and there's a lot of them, and I can't read to read to read them. You have X-Men number four. You have a new issue of X-Force, uh, and you got Wonder Woman 780. Uh, we got Wonder Woman: The Adventures of Young Diana Special. Uh, there's Teen, sorry, Titans United, the Joker, the Darkhold, Iron Man. I forgot that it was starting to run. The Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, 7 of 12. Uh, Spider-Man, sorry, Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads, number 4. We got Superman and the Authority, number 4. Strange Adventures, number 12 of 12. Oh, wow, it's finally over. I'm, I'm interested to see how that reads in long form as opposed to doing it every month. Uh, Star Wars, War, War of the Bounty Hunters, number 5. Star Wars, The High Republic, Trail of the Shadows, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra. There's so many books sometimes that coming out from them. Yeah, Son Sonic the Hedgehog, Shang-Chi, Pennyworth, uh, Maz Morales, Kang the Conqueror, Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, Justice League, Glass Ride, Iron Man. I'm woefully behind on this. Uh, the Immortal Hulk. I'm ready for this. I just haven't had a chance yet. I've got I Am Batman number two. Uh, Hardwire, Season 1, Gamma Flight, number 5 of 5, you got Eternals Forever, Blue and Gold, Black Panther Legends, Batman the Urban Legends, Batman the Impostor, ooh, a lot of Batman books. Batman the Audio Adventure Special, number 1, interesting. You got Batman 89, issue number 3, you got Avengers, number 49, and then you have the book I'm gonna talk about. So, the book I'm gonna talk about is Amazing Spider Man 76. This is written by Zeb Wells, artwork by Pat Gleason, and it's, it's very enjoyable. Mercho um, Menez is the colorist with virtual calligraphy, Joe Caramagna on letters. Um, I actually literally just read this to my son about five minutes ago. Uh, I had read him the first chapter uh, of the Beyond saga, and then he was like, when's the next one? I'm like, I haven't, had the, I haven't bought the new issue yet. And he was like, well, go get it. And I'm like, at the time I'd read it, I, I, I read it with him, I don't think the new issue had come out yet. And I'm like, oh, it hasn't come out yet. And he was so bummed. And then I... Today, I was like oh I have it I can I can reckon I read it to you now he's like oh yeah that'd be great so we read the issue and then it gets to the end he's like where's the next one I'm like oh well, it hasn't come out yet he's like really come on and I'm like you are being spoiled my friend because uh, you live in an era when your dad gives you collected editions and we're reading like comics from like 1993 and we can read you know 300 issues at a time if we wanted to if we you know we could just plow through an issue a day for a year and not run out and yet you're not used to the monthly grind and I was explaining to him that when I first started buying comics I was only buying like two issues a month I had to go to the newsstand, I didn't know a comic book store yet, this is like 996 uh, actually is that right? that's uh, the year of Onslaught, yeah so that's 96 and I was just trying to explain to him like, how haphazard it was back in the day to, in order to buy comics if you didn't know a comic book store and you weren't, you know, I, I, my parents never took me to a comic book store. I had to figure that out on my own. Um, so up until then, I was just going to newsstand. And so I was explaining to him that even a couple years before that, in I guess 93, um, I was reading Maximum Carnage, in this it was this, like a summer event. And I remember picking it up at grocery stores. I don't even know why it started. I think I had an issue of Adventures of Superman. And I traded it to my friend Josh, and he had Spider-Man 35, which was Chapter 4 of Maximum Carnage. And I was like, oh, man, this is so awesome. It's so cool. And I was like, well, one of the other issues? And then I remember being able to find amazing the next Amazing Spider-Man chapter, which was Chapter 7. And I loved it. And I could not find any of the others. And I found Chapter 11. And then I got lucky and got Chapters 12 and 13, I think, on, on the same newsstand. And, but I never found any of the others. And I feel like Web and Spider-Man, maybe they just, I mean, of the four, Well, even then, it was longer running. I guess it and Spider-Man were harder to find. I think Spectacular, in theory, was easier to find. Obviously, Amazing was the big one that everyone could more easily find. If you could only stock one of the four five if you're talking about the the quarterly one of the four or five Spider-Man books you're obviously going to quarter you're going to you know you're going to have amazing Spider-Man that's the big one that's the flagship book of course that's the one you're going to buy so uh, those that's why most of the issues I had and I was explaining to them that like you know I you know was able to get another issue from a friend that was chapter 3 but for years I just didn't know what happened in some of these chapters in fact I would have a better sense of what happened in them by playing the video game and knowing what happened in the video game i'd be like oh that's so cool that's obviously a panel from that comic i haven't read that comic yet but now i understand what happens it's crazy the things you don't know when you're a kid and then you then you get like a collected edition you're like blows your mind because you haven't read any of this stuff it's kind of like how i felt a few years ago when i finally read hands of the mandarin which is the iron man storyline that uh the first time i ever read iron man i read a few chapters of that and it was so impactful meant so much to me and had never read any other iron man it was so weird it was kind of like i never saw another iron man issue again after that in fact i think the next time i saw an iron man issue after that uh was iron was heroes Re- Reborn, and i bought it from the beginning because i loved it i thought it was so cool loved the iron man armor loved it so much i bought uh the uh heroes return i think up to around issue 50 or so and then it was that Mike girl came on and i was like i don't like this i don't want to read this and i'm done which is kind of crazy i look back on it i'm like why don't we maybe give up on iron man but i think i just i wasn't enjoying that run as much as i had been the art had been changing for a while it wasn't quite as you know i, I was getting spoiled by sean chen and suddenly you know he had a Latha martinez who was actually quite good um but then mike was was my taste and it wasn't wasn't the iron man i had enjoyed and then i never really kind of came back i actually i never came back um Which is kind of crazy that I would never really come back to the character that I had enjoyed, you know, for at that point, I don't know, four or five years. And I was just kind of done with it. And then I remember, you know, they had everything kind of leading up to um, Avengers Disassembled, and I didn't really care for that. And then, you know, I I bought Extremis, but then after Extremis, it felt like it kind of wavered as well. Uh, There's a lot of kind of weird stuff happening. I forget that there's actually the Iron Man by Mike Grell complete collection. And now that I think about it, I kind of want it. Um, I wonder if I'd feel differently if I read it now. And maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'd feel exactly the same. Maybe I'd be like, you know what? still not for me. I forget it actually came out this June. So I'm not that late to the party on this. So now as I'm speaking, I'm really thinking about buying this. I I don't need this at all. Um, Although it's not like it's issues I really have. I have some of the issues. I don't know exactly at what point I decided to jump off. Um, but it just yeah, the book I wasn't enjoying it as much as I had been, and so I just kind of gave up on it, which is weird because that's not something I would typically have done as much at the time. Jumping off books like I read Exiles way past its, its expiration date because I just could not, I couldn't quit it. I couldn't, you know, decide it was time to leave. Um, anyways, yeah, so I don't know how I got started on this. So, anyways, this is all explaining this to my son. So, Amazing Spider-Man seventy-six, um, very enjoyable. There's a lot of really good. Pieces I like. I like to start with Aunt May and the fact that she knows it's not Peter on the phone. It's interesting, too, because, you know, for those who remember the Clone Saga, one of the first times we ever knew. That the clone even existed and he was on his way was that he called Aunt May was having a conversation with her and she had a heart attack and then the next time he tried calling he got through to MJ and found out that she was in hospital and then he decided he had to come back to New York if she was going to die. So that's you know, so it's interesting that you kind of start this issue with, you know, them on the phone together and I, I obviously it's more about, you know, the fact that it's not Peter on the phone it's someone pretended to be Peter, sounds like Peter but isn't Peter um, but it just reminded me of a kind of a callback call to the clone saga and probably not intended as one but i Thought it was a nice kind of way of kind of bringing it around. Um, Also, like the idea that, you know, Ben, you know, put his regular clothes on and brought Peter to the hospital and he's calling MA calling MJ and then takes off once they're there because obviously he doesn't want to have that conversation. Um, I like the, you know, a sense that the spider sense is so strong for Peter that he knows that like the infection is his body, like his body's the problem and he can't really escape from that danger. Uh, there's more with, again, at beyond. And you know, I, I like, uh, I forget his name now, but the, the guy who is basically managing, um, uh, managing Peter at beyond. I thought it was, I just like how they're writing the character. It's really intriguing. Um, I liked, again, that Aunt May is very feisty and trying to, like, you know, fight for Peter's rights and fight for him and make sure he's okay. Um, again, I like that Ben, before he could go on his mission, it was like, you know, I got to take off. Just give me an hour because he has to go talk to Peter. Uh, I really liked their moment together uh, where Peter kind of tells him that he he can be Spider Man, uh, go out there and he's like, you know, be amazing, uh, which I thought was a really nice moment as well. Um, and then you have that really interesting image where you have Peter, like, freaking out. His body's, you know, collapsing and he's seizing. And at the same time, he yeah, has, like, on the other side of the flip image, you have um, Ben just, like, you know, looking the part, looking like Spider-Man, looking happy, and looking about he's going to go into action. He uh, have this great sequence where he kind of quickly takes out some of the UFOs, and then there's a shot of him with, like, the crazy gauntlet contraptions, and he's like, you know, they're like Spider-Man? He's like, hell yes, Spider-Man. And that's where we leave it. And my son was like, What? <laughs> what do you mean that's it what do you mean we don't have the next issue you can't leave it on the cliffhanger so I should I really want to tell Zeb that the cliffhangers are definitely working on my son it's its working him up into a lather and he's like I need the next issue and it's not there and he's like what do you mean and I'm like oh sorry it's not coming out till." uh Till uh, the twenty, what is it, seventh of October, and he's like, well, "That's that's not for another nine days." And I'm like, "Well, first of all, that's good counting. Second of all, yep." And he's like, "I can't wait nine days." I'm like, "Dude, some comics are monthly. You were lucky. This comes out two to three times a month." He's like, "Whatever. I want it now." <laughs> Like, oh, man, you did not know the monthly grind yet. Anyways, that is the issue that I read. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. Usually I kind of rattle out some of the books that are be coming out next week. I'm not going to do this now. But uh, thanks again for listening to this podcast, that you are listening to this reviews episode. I very much appreciate it. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and listen to us on Stitcher. And we will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's right. I say catch you next time twice. I know what I did. I stand by it.